Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in paints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my mopey friend, Frank. Now, I didn't like that. You're not mopey at all. Droopy Dog is my name. <laughs> that was good, I'm actually. mopey. Uh, that's good. I that's know. really good, actually. Nice. I was going to ask you to do your Kylo. Can you do your Kylo Ren impression now? Uh, what, uh, what's I think? I just wanted you to, I wanted you to just go, I'm mopey again. (laughs) Your son is dead. I'm mopey. (laughs) It's actually a healthy mix between Adam Driver and Alan Rickman. That was pretty great. Thanks. (laughs) If people could see what Frank's doing to his face to make that sound. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wait, what? My grandfather's hammer. What a savings. <laughs> That's good. <Yeah. laughs> oh goodness gracious me. Uh, Frank, how are you today? I'm doing I'm doing okay. I'm a little punchy as you can tell. Yeah, week a little four bit. of quarantine will do that to a guy. Oh my gosh. Are you um Whatever sniffing your on, uh, can of fresh can of air at per President Scrooge and Spaceballs? Are you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, our my government issued can of air that was just passed by Congress so that everyone can smell fresh air. Yeah. Uh yeah. No, what, to be told, I'm actually what, I'm doing, what I'm can of in there. air are you? Oh, good. Oh good. yeah. Good. I'm, yeah. What can of air? I was gonna say it's what can of, what can of air are you sipping? It's actually local. Um, it has notes of uh, I think it's notes of ocean. Uh, a little bit of ocean, but it's like it's like an Atlantic Ocean beach. You can tell, you know, it's not Pacific. Mm. It's got that that distinctive, you know, just smells like fish punching you in the face. Uh, yeah, it's really it's not uh, specific to the Pacific. I get mm, you. I get you. Yeah, yeah. Fish punching you in the face. The Atlantic Ocean. Uh, yes, that is a great. That is a great. I tell you, man. Um, yeah. It, it, am I wrong? I mean, you grew up in a, but, in a no, fishing town. You know, you're. I grew up in a fishing town. That is a hundred percent correct. The Atlantic Ocean. It smells like fish punching yeah. you in the face. Yeah, the town. I, I mean, in my town, you just walk in. The, I mean, maybe this is like in the town where you grew up. I, when I walk, just walk around town, especially in the morning, like mm-hmm. when I'm I'm about to go to work, walking around town, uh, it literally smells like fish. Literally, the smell of 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 fish, like saltwater fish, just like yep. in mm-hmm. the air. Yep, that was awesome. I love it. Yeah. I miss that because I do not live as close to the water as I used to, and I right. honestly miss it. It like yeah, yeah it's a New England down. thing. It like is another thing. You can feel my blood pressure going down. Yeah, yeah. It makes I you calm. It makes that. you okay. I don't need meditation. Mm-hmm. I need that smell. Well, that's. I'll. I'll get you some of this. I'll get you a few cans of this that you can enjoy. Thanks. That. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, Do you yeah. have a, a beer to accompany that smell? Oh that yes, can? yes. Along with the scent, I also have a beer to taste. 
And this is a uh, Notch. Notch is a local brewery here in the town where I live. Uh, I picked up 24 cans of their beer a couple weeks ago uh, for a very fair price. Uh, they were doing curbside pickup. And it is mm. a Notch Fodderstampf. A Fodderstampf German Pills. Ooh, oh, that is a, pills. That like is a, a real word. Yeah, I like that, I like that uh, bull on the front, too. I know, strong like bull. Um, yes, it is <laughs> delicious. I really enjoy it. It is light. They're all about session beers. So it's light and drinkable, and you can have a lot of it and, and enjoy it. You know, uh, great for like a, I always say, like great for like a summer afternoon to just like kick back and drink a bunch of them. Um, so this mm. is this is what I'm enjoying today. I have, I have, and to be clear, it wasn't 24 Fodderstampf. It's just, uh, it was a variety pack of different notch, notch ah, beers. So, okay. That's cool. I am drinking what could be the exact opposite of your beer. Yeah. I am drinking Black Hat Brew Works Path to the Dark Side. Whoa. Which is a which is a vanilla bean and chili peppered stout. What? Uh, yeah, it's delicious. It's got it's got a like a sweet kick to it. It's a really with a you know the cough it's um Coffee vanilla bean. Sorry, it's coffee vanilla bean and chili oh pepper. My it's gosh. so good. Black Hat was local where I used to live. Okay, uh, actually. Okay. Okay. So, um, and I I got it next close to my house, so their distribution is pretty good. Um, nice. But uh, but uh, it is it is great. Yeah, that's it's great. Insane. Yeah, I Ooh. thought I'd go with the I go with the thematic beer tonight. The, I we're, love we're, that. We're talking Star Wars. We're talking yeah. Star Wars tonight. I love so. it. That sounds like vanilla bean and chili pepper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's I insane. wish I, I I this was my last one. I wish I had known I would actually oh. have saved you some. Or be on the I lookout mean, for it yourself. That, I don't yeah, know. I for I sure will. Yeah. I think it's about actually equal distance to where you are to where I am now. Um, like they're okay, yeah. kind of in the middle, so yeah, they, yeah. they might distribute all the way up there. I'm not positive. All right, right on. Up in Reykjavik, where you live. Yeah, up where I live. Do they have like a tap room normally when we're not under quarantine? Usually, can, yeah. Can one mm-hmm. go there and, and, oh, okay. One can go there, indeed. Mm-hmm. One can go there and sample. Right on. So, well, indeed. I'm going to keep that in mind. But yes, uh, that is a good transition into what we were going to talk about today. Because a few months ago at this point, uh, when the Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker came out, we talked about, you know, we should really talk. We should we should discuss the this new film and the sequel trilogy in the context of the original trilogy, mm-hmm. and we talked about doing that. And then we never we kind of got distracted by you know newer things that were coming out, and we didn't come back to it. But you and I just rewatched The Rise of Skywalker over the weekend. We did, and together it together was nice. with our friend Andrew. And who, uh, so we thought it would be fun to, now Now seems like a good time, it's fresh in our memories, so might as well, um, might as well talk about it. When I say together, I meant we watched over Skype. Yes, we were. I should be, I should be specific in these quarantine times. That's true, yes, that is quarantine true, yes. We were, we watched it synced up mm-hmm. over Skype um, mm-hmm. in our respective homes, um, all in different states, as a matter of fact. Um, <gasps> that's true. Yeah. We were a tri- we were a tri-state viewing party. We were, yes, <laughs> that's right. So, so yeah. Um, I, I the obvious place to begin is with Palpatine, but I think I think I actually want to begin with the Skywalkers. Oh, interesting. Okay, give them um, the name. 
Okay, I'll st- uh, I'll start. Um, for the a movie that is supposed to wrap up the Skywalker saga, not a lot of Skywalkers in there. Not a lot Just, of Skywalkers. Yeah, I mean, no. technically, yes, if you if you count Ben, if you count Kylo Ren, there's a, like a healthy amount, but he's he is a solo. So like, I don't. Right. Like, I mean, he is a Skywalker too. To be fair, like he has Skywalker mm-hmm. blood. That's right. He's a but he's a half a half. Right? right. And so, but but he. He is really wrapped in his, in with his dad. Yes. More than like he he even shows signs of being a solo more than being a Skywalker. Apart from the Jedi ness. Yes. Yes. The Force sensitivity that he got from that side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I guess a bit unless you count Anakin. You know his like broody long hair look. You know. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely, but he's more like his grandfather than he's like his mother, and he's more like his father than he's like his mother. That's right. right. You know, missed opportunity for symmetry. You can't really do it because the original trilogy was made first, but out of the like three generations of Skywalkers, um, Luke is the only one that didn't rock a mullet. <laughs> That's true. There, There is a fan art opportunity in there, right, of like mm-hmm. what, what he would have looked like had he... Had he followed suit with with his nephew he, and his and his father, that's right. Have, if he if he grew the hair out like 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 the rest of them, yeah, yeah. What would have been different? I wonder. Uh, you know, yeah. we can only we will never know. We will never find out. Yeah. What were you? What was your thought? You wanted to start with the Skywalkers. So, what was your like? Yeah. Why? Um. Why? I. I. Well. So I. I. You know, for a movie that's called The Rise of Skywalker, um. Yeah, I feel like the Ray as a as a Skywalker thing is something that I I, I have no problems with, honestly, and and it, it does seem sort of right and fitting that that that's the name she would choose to take in the end. But it's so di- it's it's a bit different than I think many people were expecting. Like, well, oh, what does that name mean, Rise of Skywalker? And I don't know if it's exactly what I expect. Expected. Not that it's an unpredictable thing. It was certainly one of the possibilities that people talked about, but it's not necessarily the most exciting one of all the possibilities that were talked about, I guess. You know, that's a, you know, and actually you're right. I think it's rather mundane in considering all of the, the, you know, like, oh, the Jedi are done and dead, but like the new order is called the Skywalkers and like they're in a different breed of character. And there's like all these different theories running around. Yeah. And in the end, it was just like she took a, a last name. Yeah, um, Good for they her. made a point of of right. They made a point of showing us that she has no family name, she has no surname, and then in the end, she gets one. Alternatively, you could look at it with just Ray that way, right? You know, where you have um, um, you just you have Ray being like, "I'm I'm a Skywalker. That's the, I'm taking that name now." That's nice, you know. So people stop asking me what my last name is, even though <laughs> nobody's asked me that forever. Um, it's only when I left Jakku did anybody care what my last name was. Um, so there's there's that. Um, you could also look at it as the rise of the Skywalker side of Ben Solo. Yes, you could, yes. You could look at it like you know, if he's a Skywalker, as we just said, then you know, then then is like his rise to the light side of the force you know coming out of the dark and then you could even look at it from luke skywalker's point like he you know he kind of rises to this position of power and importance beyond the veil um 
you know, with with his kind of like last push off to send Ray on her way. Mm. You could you could kind of look at it in all three of those ways. So at least it, it's not just, oh, it's me, Ray, and I have a last name now. Yeah, right. I mean, that's not how she talks at all. But you no, know. no, no, no. Uh, no. Please, Sam, um, I have some more. That's um, how Ray talks. The one thing I want to touch on there uh, for a second is the idea that, uh, yes, clearly Ben Solo embraced his Skywalker side, embraced his good side, and em- embraced the Force-wielding uh, good side of him, the the Jedi sort of uh, parentage side of him. But And I would buy that more, or not I would buy that more. I would I would say, like, yeah, that's a really great supporting you know, piece of supporting evidence for the for the the reason why they chose that the title. Mm-hmm. I would, if he lived. And oh, and sure, sure, what he did was the noblest thing you could do, right? He went from being a villain to then sacrificing his life for the hero. Um, mm-hmm. So absolutely, I see that, I acknowledge that, I admire that, I applaud that. Um, and he absolutely redeemed himself. But I do think that Rise of Skywalker. It carried a lot of weight as a title, as the anticipation of like, oh, what's it going to mean? What's it going to mean? And not sure. that I'm, I really enjoyed this movie. I, I think I said it on this podcast. I know I said it on this podcast. I really, really enjoyed it. Every time I watch it, I enjoy it. Um, multiple, multiple times now. But, uh, but that's one thing that's sort of like you know they, they built anticipation. I think that they they wrote a check they couldn't cash with that title, and then the way the movie played out. It just didn't sort of, those things didn't line up for me, specifically those things. I think it sits in the the bank of titles that don't really play out in Star Wars. There's really two halves where, you you know, A New Hope, Luke, everyone's happy again. Look, you know, there's like stuff. Okay, I got it. Empire Strikes Back. They sure did. They won that time. Yeah. They won that movie. Return of the Jedi. Luke's a Jedi. Good for him. We got it. That's the original trilogy. You know, Phantom yes, Menace. Yes. Who's this guy in the hologram? I don't know. He sure is fan to me. That one checks out. Attack of the Clones. They did. did they 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 did attack. <laughs> I will get I In the end. In the end. They attacked in the end, but they sure they surely did. They Revenge sure took the their Sith. time getting there, but they did. Re- they did. Revenge of the Sith, they got that revenge. They got it in a big way. You know, they yep. came in with a vengeance. And then Force Awakens, you're like, oh, I have the Force. Okay, good. Yes. You know, so, does, so does everybody else in a Star Wars movie. Good job. Okay. Last Jedi. Apparently not. You know? and, <laughs> Apparently not. And then, like... <laughs> and then right, the Rise of Skywalker, like, yeah, I signed the forms, my last name now, I got my driver's license, and, you know, it's my oh, new man. last name. Yeah. 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 Wow. So. That was, <laughs> I, 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 like, if, if, wow, like, th- that deserves a 21 bell salute, but we don't have time for that. Um, that was incredible. <laughs> that was incredible. Wow. All of Well, that. I, that's just, I, you know, titles... Titles are an important titles are an important part of the story. It tells you everything and nothing all at the same time. It should tell you without the book cover or reading the the synopsis on the back or even knowing who wrote it, you know, like what is this movie about? Yes. Ransom starring Mel Gibson. That, that movie's <laughs> about ransom. You know? Right. I know it. One word. We don't have time to make it bigger. Because you know what? 
it's ransom. We, we it, we're on a ticking clock here. You know? Outbreak starring Dustin Hoffman. Right. I what starring Dustin Hoffman? I Outbreak. Outbreak. Timely. Yeah, yes. I know what that movie's about. I just watched it. Yeah, I know what that movie's about. Sometimes titles don't titles don't play out that way. Mm. Clockwork Orange. Don't know what that's about. Yep. Watch the movie. Still don't know. What Still that's not about. sure. No, no. unclear. <laughs> unclear. I think it's about a farmer. I'm gonna Florida. have gonna have nightmares now. Sure. <laughs> um. So, but I, but I have a problem with. I do have a problem with the sequel. All the sequel trilogy titles. They just really don't. Force Awakens is only validated really within the rise of Skywalker. Like, yeah. like, Oh, the force really did awaken. It awakened in Jaina and it awakened in Finn and it awakened in like, yeah. Ray. I get, you know, like, okay, I get it. All those storm, former stormtroopers. That's cool. I shouldn't have had to get two movies to get there, you know? So, yes. Um, so yeah. So anyway, I'm with you on the yeah. Skywalker bit. I'm with you on the Skywalker bit. Let's talk Palpatine. Papa yes. Palpatine. What? When he was announced, how do you how'd you feel? Uh, when he was announced, I was I was excited. I was excited, but like tentatively excited in that way of like, okay, let's see where this goes. That's sudden, but I'm sure they'll I'm sure they'll handle it well. That was my feeling. And now. What is your feeling? Could have handled it better. There are definitely a lot of hand-wavy things you just sort of need to accept on face value. Mm. They reintroduce him in the crawl. Yep. Um, Technically, they reintroduced him in Fortnite. Yes, in the Fortnite preview <laughs> yeah. uh, video thing. Um, yeah, they they did. Uh, but, you know, when people, when people talked about what else could they do with Leia other than bring her back or, or you know, use the, the archive footage to, to keep her in the, in the movie. What else could they have done? They could have recast the role. They could have done a CG Leia uh, or they could have killed her off in the crawl. Right. Before we knew, mm -hmm. before it was confirmed that they were using the Force Awakens footage, unused Force Awakens footage of her. One of the prevailing theories was maybe they just kill her off in the crawl and they say, like, whatever, she didn't make it. Or, you know, some some hard. But how do you how do you pay tribute to her? just with like getting killed off in the crawl that seems wrong mm. um and i kind of feel similarly but like how do you just reintroduce palpatine one of the most influential characters in the whole saga you know he was pulling the strings for episodes one two and three um and and, and beyond obviously but like like really behind the scenes pulling the strings how do you just reintroduce him in the crawl like all right and he's back that's just that's it and 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 they kind of did that um mm -hmm. I was excited enough by his being there that I am able to willfully overlook it, like to, to to compartmentalize and be like, yeah, that wasn't the best mechanism to bring him back. And but 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 OK, I'm just going to, you know, cloning is a thing. We know cloning is a thing. There's a whole movie called Attack of the Clones. Mm -hmm. So they attacked like, once confirmed. they attacked once they get attacked again. Um, so like we know cloning is a thing. That's not a stretch. But to off-screen it like that is a little bit frustrating and, and betrays a lack of forethought. I think that – I think it's the, the lack of forethought because Palpatine is technically in six of those original films, 
right? He's mentioned in A New Hope. Yes. He's if he got the mention, then five, yes, then yes, yes. And and you see him in six, and and Palpatine himself is in episodes one, two, and three. Yes. So he is conspicuously absent in episodes seven and eight, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it's only through that I made Snoke, where you're like, okay, fine, I'm good with that explanation. Like, I'm okay with all of it, but there's like there's zero hint there's there, the thing there about need Star to Wars be is, something there need to be something some indication after snoke dies at some point in the last jedi after snoke dies in the second half of the movie mm-hmm. there needed to be some indication that he was behind things and he'd be coming back right almost like a thanos yeah. reveal in the post credit scene like there needed to be mm-hmm. something like That's that right. to get you excited i think that um, people misconstrue Star Wars as a mystery, and I think that that you can feel that in the sequel trilogy because mm. of the uh, "I am your father" reveal or the the sister sibling reveal, which is which remind mind you is not stretched over several films. You find out within two hours, yeah. Like you know, and it's just and and then even the Luke, I am your father reveal. There's really not a hint of it. It's literally like, Oh, the son of Skywalker is alive. Like, Oh, how's that possible? They're just having a conversation. Right. You know? And then, so, you know, there is an, you could say that like, there is another Skywalker holds over to the next film, but there's a plan for that in place already. So, um, maybe you can, maybe you can forgive that. That's it. That, that even that was something, right? That was a tease that there was thought behind what's happening next. So there's there's more to this. That's right. It Even wasn't a tease of, like that. That's right. Be, it wasn't out of more, nothing. It wasn't mm-hmm. out of nothing. It wasn't suddenly like, and now there are siblings. Um, there was thought behind it. Um, and I would have I would have loved that. I would have loved the tease like that. We could point back to and be like, ah, oh, they were telling us then. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, and that way these these three sequel films feel very disconnected from one another even though they're supposed to be connected. Yeah. And and be, and because of that it lacks what the orig- original trilogy could bring. Even though there was there's definitely a separation between episodes 4 and 5, right? Yes. You know, like yes. cuz sure, 4 sure. is a very contained story. You know, like it starts here, it ends here. There's probably more adventures, but there's nothing like telling you what's happening next, right? And that's okay. Right. And so you It's can, like Raiders in that way where it's a self-contained adventure. That's right. So you can forgive um, Empire and Jedi for being the ones that kind of built like they only build on each other that way. But then then in that but then Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker should have built upon one another. Right. But instead they did a Force Awakens Last Jedi building upon one another. Except last except Last Jedi was also a dismantling at the same time. And that is that's what kind of throws a wrench in yeah. some plans. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I think, you know, I, yeah, I think that they, they, I don't have the same problems with The Last Jedi that a lot of folks do. No, I really like The Last Jedi, and I, and so will, I, and I yeah, will continually too. defend that film. Me too. Really me enjoyed too. it. I will continually defend the treatment of Luke in that film in a lot of ways. Like, there's a lot of things I'll defend. Um, but there are certain things that I think. I think that it wasn't necessarily specifically like things like, oh, I don't like the way they treat Luke. It's more of the tone of a dis- deconstructing uh, uh, type of film mm-hmm. was not what Star Wars needed as part of the saga. I, right. think a, I think a like a Star Wars story film 
mm-hmm. like a Rogue One or a Solo could have done that. Um, but it part of the saga, I don't think it really belonged there. I think that whatever Ryan Johnson may have had planned or may still have planned for the for the future uh, in, in another series of films, were that ever to, to come to fruition, mm-hmm. I'd be very interested in that still because I think the deconstructing aspect of it could still work outside of the saga. But I think doing it in the middle of the saga messed with some momentum yep, and and made it difficult to like use as a jumping off point for only one more film to wrap things up. Yes, I I agree. And I think I, part of it is that they felt, I'm sure, I'm sure Lucasfilm felt a little shoehorned into the um, trilogy model, the three movie yeah. model. Yeah, um, yeah, but totally. Which is which is which is fine. I have no problem with the three movie model, but they're living in a post Avengers world, trying to squeeze that type of elongated story into a trilogy, and yes. and when the second film is an immediate follow up to the first film, so they actually feel like one long story. Yes, it just doesn't play the way that they want it to, which only then cheapens Rise of Skywalker. I think that, and I think that's why people walked away with Rise of Skywalker a little disappointed because it didn't fulfill all of the needs that were placed upon it in some ways unfairly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I, yeah, but I think also in a lot of ways Return of the Jedi is also a disappointing film as a follow-up to Empire Strikes Back. You know that's also true. The momentum and the the excitement isn't quite there, and the mm-hmm. the mm, yeah, there's a different pace to that film. Uh, yeah. and it 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 does sort of come to a slower ending. Yeah, yep. Middle chapters generally for, for established franchise characters are the most exciting for a lot. Which of is people. what? I, yeah, yeah. That's right. That that does tend to be the case. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Um. I just think that making it episode eight out of nine, doing the deconstructing in episode eight out of nine was maybe the wrong slot out of nine slots. You know, if you were going to choose like where to put it, that's not the spot I'd put it at. I'd almost put it at seven, honestly, because then you could build off of that deconstruction. Yeah. You know, in its own way, you can build off of something different for two films. Yeah. Because I wouldn't dismantle everything at the end because that that might feel like weak sauce. That's right, but there's also the other aspect. Think about this too. If you do it in episode in in, in, uh, uh, in episode seven, chapter seven, um, <clears throat> after a ten year hiatus, when there's a lot of anticipation built, if you do the deconstruction, then you're gonna piss off mm-hmm. a lot of people who want nostalgia. And sure, JJ but I mean, you, the nostalgia. That's true, but I think seven. you pissed off a lot of people who wanted nostalgia after twelve in years too, eight. even though yeah. they just got that, yeah. even though they just got seven. So yeah, that's true. That's true. Wanted perpetual nostalgia. That, so I, I mean, think, yes. yes. Yeah, I think if think if you had to slot it somewhere, slot it at the beginning, and because the end, I don't think you can ever recover from it being at the end. But you could probably yeah. recover from it being at the beginning. Yeah, that's true. That's probably true. That's a people will will. I have more faith in Star Wars fans to like sort of forgive that kind of thing after time. Mm-hmm. Um, and and in retrospect, like if, if people were then looking at the. The trilogy, the original, sorry, the sequel trilogy as a whole, after episode nine, if you'd done the deconstructing in episode seven, be like, oh, okay, but they, like, like you said, they built off of that, and they, they, maybe I didn't care for it at the time, but now that I see the whole picture, I like it better. Kind of like 
fans were very forgiving of Ahsoka, who was not a very beloved character when she was introduced, and now is one of the most defended, hardcore loved characters by Clone Wars fans, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I I would like to think that given enough time, Star Wars fans would have said like, you know, I gave Episode Seven a lot of crap at the time, but now that I've seen Eight and Nine as well, it all fits. I think that's true. I think for franchise, Star Wars is a little jam, too, because even though it's a franchise and should be open to interpretation like Bond or superheroes or something like that, it's not. Right. It is actually very strictly placed inside a very particular tone and box. And it's really hard to break out of that effectively. Yes, that's right. Because... Because the feel of Star Wars is just as important as the characters, as the locations, and the plot, whatever. Um, but you can do a gothic Batman, or right. a funny Batman, or a space Batman, or whatever. And everyone's like, and everyone's like, well, that's not my version, but you know, like it's still Batman. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. You know, like I recognize parts of that. You know, and they'll go and watch their own, and they'll like complain a little bit. Some people will complain a little bit, but there's other versions that fit their mold star wars there is the one mold and yes and it's really hard to add something new into that yes that's right it's it's very hard to get it if you it can be done you can introduce different elements in like rogue one was a heist film in the star wars universe it can be done it can be done that's but right. it's but there needs to be a lot of and it, but that even that one almost didn't happen as well as it did right it was a kind of a production hell situation and mm-hmm. they they pulled off a success and made a really good movie um it's very easy to get wrong and it's very easy to try and introduce new things um or or change the tone and get it wrong there's a very specific vision from one person really um, I mean, Dave Filoni seems to have a really good handle on it, but that's because he sat at the knee of George Lucas, basically, and that's learned right. how to do Star Wars the right way from the master. Mm-hmm. Um, and he seems to have the best grasp. Um, he and John Favreau seem to have the best grasp of nailing Star Wars tone. The Mandalorian is v- is very, very different in many respects from the original trilogy, and yet you feel it. It's the same world. It's the same universe. It fits in really, really nicely with the original trilogy. Um, and there are just certain... And, and lots of moments of this trilogy did too. Lots of moment, moments of Rise of Skywalker fit in really, really nicely too. Um, thematically and in terms of tone um, and in terms of lots of things, but not as thoroughly as something like The Mandalorian does. Nope. And 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 episode 8 also like similarly the there there there's things about 7 8 and 9 that all that fit and there's things about 7 8 and 9 that don't quite fit um for me looking at pivoting quickly here i guess as we sort of are getting towards the end looking at the tr- the um sequel trilogy as a whole it feels a little bit meandering like they didn't have a plan in place at the start but because I love Star Wars as much as I do, I am able to put that aside and enjoy the Star Wars we got rather than the Star Wars that, you know, we wished for or whatever. And looking at what I have in front of me, I enjoy it. I own all the films, you know, in digital and and uh, um, physical Art. copies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And 
and I enjoy them and I pop them in every so like I enjoy them enough that I wanted, you know, Blu-ray copies and, and, and uh, 4K Blu-rays of them so that I can watch them in the best quality that there is, even better than streaming, um, because I enjoy them that much. Yep. I'm with you. I'm I'm exactly with you. Some things. Some things I I don't care for, but, you know, I feel that way about a lot of things I watch. So, you know, and Star Wars is no different, but I love Star Wars enough to say there's a lot of this I did like and a lot of this uh, nobody's really thought of before you you put it on the screen. And I'm good with all of that. And in terms of connecting the sequel trilogy, especially with Rise of Skywalker to the to the end, there is there is a, a lot of payoff in the way that you finally see the galaxy united, right? You know, at the very end, that end battle with every all the ships showing up. And, you know, it's not even just like the rebellions reborn. It's like the galaxy unites against this threat and something that, yes. like, that doesn't happen in any of the Star Wars. The, the prequel trilogy is about the galaxy divided. Literally, they're at civil war. And then it's the Empire versus the Rebellion, this ragtag team. And so finally, here, you see a better galaxy. And yeah, I think right. that that has good that has good payoff enough for me to be satisfied in that capacity. Agreed. Hey, you know what's one thing I just thought of while you were saying that? You, you reminded mm-hmm. me of it. This is the only film um the only film of this sequel trilogy where all four of the original I mean, the original 3 and then counting Lando, four of our original heroes, all four of them have speaking parts. That's right, because Luke doesn't talk in Force Awakens. Right. Wow. This That's movie cool. brought back Lando, and and it has Han and Luke and Leia and Lando all having speaking parts in this movie. Wow, that's cool. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just reminded me that they never showed up on screen together at one time, but, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. I know. I know. That's, the, that's yeah. the closest we get, though, is them being in the same movie talking. Yeah. You know, I think... I think it was just sometimes they were made by people who are like, well, real life, you just grow apart from people and you don't see them anymore. And sometimes you just need to like stomp on those people's toes and be like, Star Wars isn't real life. Right. No one expects real life from this. No. (laughs) And honestly, on the very, very short list of things that everyone wanted, them all being together in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon was one of those things on the very, very short list. Oh, yeah. I didn't even need them in the Millennium Falcon. I just kind of need needed them, them to together. Be in the same frame together. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hi, I don't care. High fiving one another, <laughs> yelling at one another, Luke killing everybody. Doing TikTok really dance videos. I don't really care. Yeah. Whatever they're yeah. doing. Yep. But, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, Frank, this was, uh, the, we kind of derailed ourselves, but I thought it was still a good conversation. About I thought it. so too. That's what Beer with Geek is about, right? It's the conversations we would have if no one was listening. So mm-hmm. there you go. Well, exactly. if you want more of this um, nonsense, you can find it at BeerWithGeeks.com or at BeerWithGeeks on Twitter. Uh, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you find your podcast. That would actually mean a whole lot to us. If whatever you're doing right now, other than driving, uh, but let's face it, we're all home. Um, if you could take a second and rate or, or review us, um, we put a lot of work and, and love into this podcast. We have for over five years now, over 300 episodes, and we really love... Um, a four or five star review from those of you who have the uh, the time and the inclination to, to give it. So please do that. It'll only take a second. Um, and um, yeah, you can find the rest of our shows over at thoughtbubbleaudio.com. We do a whole network of shows. Um, and if you like us enough that you want to support us uh, financially, you can do that through Thought Bubble 
uh, audio on Patreon, patreon.com slash audio. And uh, if, if you can, a buck a month goes a long way in helping us do these shows. So thanks a lot for everyone who does that. Anything else, my friend? Any final thoughts, closing, parting words of wisdom, Yoda-like wisdom, um, before we say goodbye for another week? Um, I think it sounded like we came down on Rise of Skywalker a little harshly in this, and I don't think that is actually... That was not... This conversation was not indicative of actually my enjoyment of that film, which I've seen, gosh, four or five times now, I guess, and I liked it every time. It's I did too. Real, it's 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 fun, and I think at the end of the day, I kind of just need Star Wars to be fun. Yeah, past yeah. It was. I will fun. say, yeah, I will say, kind of one thing that Rise of Skywalker did really poorly: not enough Claude. I just didn't more Claude. Didn't, we, you know, I they teased us with Claude at the beginning, and then oh, where was he? Loved the guy. Yeah, I loved Claude, and I'm not even being sarcastic. I really wanted more Claude. He was fun. no, he was whimsical and fun. He looked like a Muppet type of character. I loved that. Yep, I loved it, and so, but but, say lovey, so that's it. Um, and I will say I, this is not going to be a movie. I am stoked for um, the um, High Republic stuff that they've oh, got coming yeah. out. I don't know why that is so, and because I'm like not a huge Knights of the Old Republic fan, I'm like it's it gets a little convoluted quickly. Um, for me, where I'm like, oh, a lot of names, a lot of this, a lot of that, and I'm like, and I like start to back away a little bit from it. Um, but for some reason, this just feels fresh and exciting and fun and filled with adventure. And I hope it turns into something great. I I do too. I I hope I I have a feeling it's. I don't know. I I it, I'm not sure whether or not it's going to be for me. But it looks like it's going to be really good, and I, I hope it's for me. So I, I, I share. I, you are the most enthusiastic person about it that I know, and I, I, your enthusiasm is always infectious to me. So when you're that excited, I get excited. Oh well, good. I, I hope that everyone go out and be excited about this. I guess excitement. So, excitement is good. Well, Frank, uh, any final thoughts before we wrap up? Apparently not. Good for you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, until next time. Cheers. Cheers.